So SmackDown began with Jimmy Uso arriving, saying that he couldn't get in touch with his brother Jay. He asks him to meet him in the middle of the ring later on in the show. Our first match is a six-man tag match. Madcap Moss, Ricochet, Braun Strowman taking on Imperium. Imperium would win. Gunther would get the pin on Madcap Moss. This whole thing as well was watched by Drew McIntyre, which is really exciting because Drew and Gunther would be an absolute banger and maybe is the match they're building towards for WrestleMania. But before we could really start dreaming about that, Viking Raiders would come out and start attacking Drew. That would bring out Sheamus, and obviously this segment ends with a big brawl. Then we went backstage and we had Santos Escobar uh, paying respect to Rey Mysterio. Of course, this was interrupted by Dominic and Rhea. Uh, Dominic was being disrespectful, of course. Santos said to Dominic that he'll teach him some respect. Dominic says, yeah, in prison... Those that don't back up what they said got dealt with. Uh, Dominic and Rhea would leave at this point, but definitely tease in a match here or uh, a little feud or something between Santos Escobar and Dominic. Maybe we're building towards Legado del Fantasma and Judgment Day. So clearly something building here. Then we went back to the locker room. We saw Jimmy. Jimmy said he thinks Jay is shaken up after Montreal, and Heyman says, deal with this brother to brother, Uso to Uso, neither me nor Solo will come out there tonight, you you deal with this on your own. Then we went to the ring, we had LA Knight, he said he came to make money and win titles, he isn't going to get a WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania will get an LA Knight moment, I really like that line, I thought it was very good. This brought out the New Day, they basically said, who are you to like come out with such things? Who are you to say such things? You've only been on the roster like a few months. And uh, basically, he called them the nerd day. And I think Xavier said being nerds has made us a lot of money. Um, but of course, this led to a match. So LA Knight taking on Kofi Kingston. Kofi would pick up the victory, getting the win with Trouble in Paradise. A little bit strange, to be honest. Um, does feel like LA Knight has won the crowd over, and people, I think, were a bit down to see him obviously losing so quickly to Bray. Kind of feels like he needs to get a bit of momentum going, so losing here to Kofi, I, I definitely thought was a little strange. Then we got Charlotte. She was ripping into Rhea. Of course, this was meant to be the face-to-face um, didn't bring out Rhea, it brought out Dominic. Dominic would come out calling her Queenie uh, and says, stop running down mommy. Uh, Charlotte said that she wanted Rhea, not Rhea's boy toy. Dominic responded, and it did feel to me like this was all planned in advance, but he responded very quickly by saying, you sound jealous, which got uh, a smile on the face of Charlotte. Like, honestly, there was some, some of this I thought was a little bit wooden maybe by Dominic, but this was a lot of responsibility for him to go out there and cut this promo all by himself. And um, so some of it, maybe the delivery wasn't uh, 100%, but there were some good lines in here. And it was a fun little segment, in all fairness. Uh, Charlotte responded to that You Sound Jealous line by saying, I've got a real Latino man at home who calls me mommy. 
with a thicker accent. Um, and then Dominic said, do you know the hottest thing is Rhea Bloody Ripley? Which is interesting because maybe that's going to be her new name. You know, like how we've got Seth freaking Rollins. Maybe we're going to have Rhea Bloody Ripley. Uh, I could see that on shirts and everything. I think it's the right side of PG. I don't think like that's a, a problem in that regards. So, um, yeah, interesting. In, uh, just something I picked up on. Uh, he said something about Ric Flair as well, which I didn't quite understand, to be honest. He sort of suggested that Ric Flair said that Charlotte wasn't good enough, but I don't remember ever hearing that. All I've ever heard is Ric Flair swooning about his daughter, saying she's the best thing ever, uh, better than him. So I didn't quite catch that bit. I didn't quite understand that part of the promo. Um, but he did make some good points. He did say, like, we're both... You know, you're a second-generation superstar. I'm a third-generation superstar. We've got a lot in common. Um, uh, this, uh, you know, she heard enough, basically, Charlotte. Stepped to Dominic, um, and uh, that brought out Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley came out. This didn't really go anywhere. Like, Rhea Ripley didn't really say anything. Like, this was more a Dominic segment than it was a Rhea Ripley segment. But uh, it was it was fine. I mean, honestly, it was pretty entertaining, all things considered. If you think about where Dominic was to where he is now, it's pretty crazy. Uh, then we got this uh, match. This was Natalia with Tegan Knox, which is interesting. Maybe we're going to see a tag team there. Taking on uh, Shayna, obviously Ronda was in her corner. Uh, Shayna would win a bit of a squash here by submission. Uh, then they went for a beatdown afterwards. Tegan would come in and it was pointed out on social media, that it, she really did look like Jeff Hardy here, like wearing very similar attire to uh, what Jeff Hardy used to wear. So don't know if that's a tribute or uh, in homage or whatever, but uh, yeah, it does look very similar. So she would deal with Ronda. Ronda was going to kick Natalia here. Uh, Tegan Knox would uh, deal with her. And uh, basically, as Ronda was walking away, uh, she would turn around and say, um, I, you, you've messed up this time, Skittles. She called her Skittles because of her hair. And uh, honestly, I thought it was a really good line. I was really impressed with it. I thought it was a really good line. Right, then we get to the Firefly Funhouse. Now, there's so much to talk about here. I have done a 20-minute video on it, right? So I hate doing this, but we don't have long to talk about this week's show. I tried to get it all done within 10 minutes. So go and check that video out. It's on the main channel. It breaks everything down. The bottom line, what you need to know is it was a really good episode. Um, there was quite a bit of depth to it. There was quite a bit of talking points to it. But I would say that it definitely teases the arrival of another person, either another person or another couple of people. Uh, Bray would end it uh, by saying that uh, if I tell you a story, will you keep a secret? And uh, did it in his new mask as well, like that black mask. I think it looks so cool. So as I said, check out that video. There's a lot more detail in there. Then uh, we went back to Jimmy. Jimmy was still having a, a bad time of it. He's worried about confronting his brother. And Paul Heyman said, look, you need to do it. Otherwise, Roman will do it next week. Then we went to uh, Carrion and Ray. Carrion ends up winning this uh, with a straight jacket. Both Dominic and Scarlett getting involved here. And uh, it really got quite tense. Like, Ray really did step up to 
Dominic. And I don't want to see Ray punch Dominic. I know there's lots of people that do. But I think that this is getting crazy heat on Dominic because people know that Ray just can't bring himself to hit his own son. So it means that Dominic can keep doing these awful things and can keep getting this heat. And the heat that he has got at the moment is, is crazy. So this is working. Um, someone needs to give him a good slap, though. But I don't think it should be Ray. Uh, then we get to our main event. So uh, Jimmy says he knows that Jay is hurting. Uh, even when Jay hurts, Jimmy is hurting, right? And uh, he wants to talk about it. He wants to talk to his brother. It's not his brother that arrives, though. Sammy arrives. And Sammy says that, you know, hearing him talk about that, about his brother hurts him because at one point he felt like they were brothers. And he said that Jimmy was the only one that saw value in him. It was Jimmy that made Sammy the honorary use. It was Jimmy that also took Sammy down without a second's thought at the Royal Rumble. And that hurt a lot. And Jimmy responded by saying it was Sammy that made his choice. It was Sammy that pulled the trigger. You stepped on me. You stepped on Jay. Family don't betray you. And uh, Sammy responded by saying, well, family don't also make you test your loyalty or make you jump through hoops. They don't manipulate manipulate you every week like Roman did to me and your twin. Bloodline is one man. I'm going to bring it down. There's a way out for you. Um, Jay would arrive. That would provide a distraction. It would uh, mean that Jimmy would attack Sammy. Sammy would get a halluver on Jimmy and uh, then basically jump out the ring as Solo arrived. So we had Jay in one corner, Sammy in the other, these two in the ring. It was wild. <laughs> 